This is my life. This is my time. I believe in me. Hi, and welcome to the Dream Big and Bloom podcast for creating a life you absolutely love. I'm Marty Lynn, certified Dream Builder Coach and owner of Dream Big and Bloom Coaching. And I help women over 60 who are disappointed and frustrated because this season of their life is disappointing. They're tempted to settle for just good enough, but there's a deep longing within them for more fulfillment and fun. And I teach them a proven, reliable system for overcoming any challenge and achieving any dream, no matter how big it may seem. Today, I'm talking about a big challenge many women are facing, and that's lack of financial security during their retirement years. I came across a report titled 19 Facts About Women and Retirement that has some pretty disturbing data about women and their retirement outlook. It also has great suggestions for what we can do to be better prepared. This article really spoke to me because, like many women, I didn't plan properly for my future. I wasn't taught how to manage money or plan for retirement when I was growing up. And when I became concerned about it and went to see a financial planner, she told me she couldn't even help me. It was too late. And that was even before the economic crash of 2006 when it looked really hopeless. I was in real estate at the time, and my plan was to live very frugally and sock away money for retirement, to make up for lost time. And then the real estate market tanked. My knowledge and use of the universal spiritual principles got me through it, though. I chose to shift my perception and see it as an opportunity to do something new that I would absolutely love. I had faith that there was something better for me. I even felt grateful that at least I hadn't lost much. I thought about the people who had prepared for retirement and lost it all, and how that would be even more devastating. I know many women over 60 who are not adequately prepared for retirement, and if you're in this position, I hope this podcast episode will give you the encouragement and information you need to turn that situation around. And as a Dream Builder coach, I know you can do it. The report is titled 19 Facts About Women and Retirement, and it's from the 19th Annual Transamerica Retirement Survey of American Workers of November 2019. The stated purpose of the annual report is to, quote, raise your awareness of the risks that women face and highlight opportunities to improve their retirement outlook, unquote. First, here's a little background and some disclosures from the report. The report is by the Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies, TCRS, which is a division of Transamerica Institute, which is a nonprofit private foundation. It's dedicated to educating the public on emerging trends surrounding retirement security in the United States. It's funded by contributions from Transamerica Life Insurance Company and its affiliates, and it may receive funds from unaffiliated third parties. And then they have the usual disclosures about how they aren't qualified to give investment advice, and so you need to seek out your own investment advisors and make your own decisions. 
Um, all the information is on their website at transamericacenter.org, and I'll put a link in the show notes. A little about the survey. The Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies has been conducting this survey since 1998. The goals for the study are to illuminate emerging trends, promote awareness, and help educate the public. It's grown to be one of the longest-running and largest national surveys of its kind. To see the full report and the fancy pie charts and learn about the methodology, you can go to their website. As I said, I'll put it in the show notes. Now for the report. It begins as follows, quote, Today's women are better educated and enjoy career opportunities that were unimaginable 50 years ago. Despite this progress, women continue to lag behind men in terms of saving and planning for retirement. A woman's path to secure retirement is filled with obstacles such as lower pay and time out of the workforce for parenting or caregiving, which can negatively impact her long-term financial situation. Statistically, women tend to live longer than men, which implies an even greater need to plan and save. This marks the 14th consecutive year that the nonprofit Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies has published research illustrating how women are at greater risk of not achieving a financially secure retirement compared with men, and how women can take action to help mitigate that risk. The goal of the research is twofold to raise awareness of the retirement risks that women are facing, and number two, highlight opportunities for women to take greater control of their finances and their future. And they go on to say, we hope that you will share our research and recommendations. Please join us in spreading the word to inspire more women to take steps to improve their retirement outlook. Timely actions taken today can lead to better outcomes tomorrow and ultimately enable women to achieve a more secure retirement. Now, here are the facts from the report for you to consider. This is a lot to think about, so you'll probably want to review them on my website. I'll put all of them in the show notes. Ready? Here we go. Number one, only 12% of women are very confident that they will be able to retire with a comfortable lifestyle. Only 12%. Number two, women are dreaming of an active retirement, including travel. 67%. Can you relate? I found this to be a common dream with the women I work with. 58% listed spending more time with family and friends. 44% pursuing hobbies. 28% volunteering and 26% working. I think it's remarkable that 28% want to spend time volunteering and 26% plan to keep working. I'm definitely one of those. In fact, I see my business as incorporating volunteering because I produce a lot of free content and coaching, and I donate to groups that have a similar mission to mine of helping women have better lives. Number three, 55% of women expect to retire after age 65 or do not plan to retire. In other words, they're retiring fairly late, if at all. I'm wondering, is that because they can't afford to retire or because they love their work so much? I would hope that it would be from choice rather than necessity and that they'd be totally happy doing it. 
Number four, 54% of women plan to work after they retire, either full-time, 12%, or part-time, 42%. That's a lot. I hope it's fulfilling and a choice that they really love. Number five, among women who plan to work past 65, more cite doing so for financial reasons, 84%, than healthy aging-related reasons, 69%. So I don't see this as good news, but if you have to work for financial reasons, at least it can be something you love and something that provides a good work-life balance, what we call in dream-building time and money freedom. You know, some people work so much for money that they don't have enough free time, or they have lots of free time but not enough money. So as dream builders, we want to choose to have both time and money freedom and not settle. Number six, some women are not being proactive enough to work past age 65. Only 48% say they are staying healthy. I thought it was so interesting that the report factored in health. Have you ever discussed the importance of a healthy lifestyle with your financial advisor? They may have mentioned the need for health insurance and long-term care insurance, but that's kind of like treating the symptoms rather than the disease, isn't it? This is why in the Dream Builder program, we include health as one of the important domains of life to focus on. In fact, it comes first because everything else in your life is affected by your health and energy levels, isn't it? The report goes on to say that 44% of women are focused on performing well at their current job, and only 39% are keeping their job skills up to date. That surprised me because with our modern technology changing all the time, it seems like one would have to do something to keep up to date in order to not be replaced by younger employees. As we say in dream building, the universe is always urging us to grow, to expand, to do more and be more. Number seven, slightly more than half of women are taking key steps to protect their long-term health, including eating healthfully, 56%, exercising regularly, seeking medical attention when needed, and getting plenty of rest, 53%. Wow, only a little more than half? I wonder why that is. I don't think it's because they don't know how or don't understand the importance. So why is it? I'd love to know what you think. I hope you'll post in the comments on the webpage for this episode, number 20. The subject of health will be the topic of future podcasts because, like I said, health is one of the four domains of life that we focus on in dream building. And the good news is that the dream builder system is very effective at getting results. Number eight, 31% of women are or have been caregivers during their working careers, and nearly all of them made at least one work-related adjustment as a result of caregiving, such as using vacation or sick days, 38%, or missing work, 36%. Yep, we're programmed to be caretakers, aren't we? Men are starting to take on more of the responsibility nowadays, but women tend to put others' needs ahead of their own, and to their own detriment. One of the mindsets in dream building is increasing a sense of deserving. Maybe this will inspire women to require others to help with caretaking responsibilities to demand higher pay so they can hire help, 
and to make their health and rest a priority. Number nine, paying off debt is a financial priority for almost two-thirds of women, 65%. Only 49% of women cite saving for retirement as a priority. Yes, debt is a huge problem here in the U.S. That could be another podcast in itself. I'd love to see in the comments what you think the reason for this is. And why do less than half of the women make saving for retirement a priority? Is it because they don't have a clear vision? Or is it because they don't make enough money? I know these issues can be fixed, but I imagine they don't know that, or they'd be doing it. What do you think? Number 10. 32% of women expect Social Security to be their primary source of retirement income. Wow, I'm glad it's only 32%, but that's still a lot of women. Their time and money freedom is going to be very limited on Social Security. They're going to need to keep working part-time, at least, in order to save for emergencies. And what will happen when they can't work anymore? I wonder if they have a clear idea what their Social Security income will be and precisely how much they will need to cover expenses. Are they settling for a restricted lifestyle because they don't think they have any other choices? What do you think? Number 11. 68% are saving for retirement through a workplace plan or outside of work in an IRA, mutual fund, bank account, etc., Women who are saving for retirement started doing so at age 27. These are the women who are well set to have time and money freedom. Good for them. I hope they're also paying attention to their health so they can enjoy their retirement and that they'll find new sources of meaning and fulfillment after they retire and not feel adrift because of not having a career. This is a common issue for men, and I think it's an issue for some women who have had demanding careers. Number 12, 61% of women are offered 401k or similar employee-funded retirement plans. However, 30% of women work part-time, so are less likely to have workplace retirement benefits. So the 30% need to save on their own to have retirement benefits. I would hope their part-time work is lucrative enough for them to save on their own or that they have husbands who are creating a living trust for them. I've known women who assumed their husbands were taking care of their future and who were left in dire financial straits after their husbands died. So, however you do it, you need to be assured that it's getting done. Number 13. Among women who are offered a 401k or similar plan, 73% participate in the plan and they contribute 8% of their salary to the plan. I wonder why the rest don't contribute. Any ideas? Number 14, women's total household retirement savings is only $23,000. That's not going to go very far when you consider the cost of dental care and car repairs. Number 15, women believe they will need to save $500,000 in order to feel financially secure in retirement. Among those who estimated their savings needs, 54% said they guessed. 
Wow, more than half guessed. Well, at least they picked a nice big number. The only downside of that is that they may see it as not attainable and be too overwhelmed to try. Why did they guess? What do you think? I know I did that for a while. I didn't know how to adjust for inflation. And I think on some level, I just didn't want to look at it because I would get discouraged. My idea was to just keep trying to make more money and I would look at it later. Number 16. Only 15% of women have a written retirement strategy and 42% have an unwritten strategy. If people only understood the power of vision and having a written statement, this is why I'm so passionate about Dream Builder Coaching. Just having a plan and some guidance can make such a huge difference. And speaking of guidance, number 17 says that only 37% of women use a professional financial advisor to help manage their retirement savings and investments. Why only 37%? Any ideas? Number 18. Just 29% of women are aware of the Savers Credit, a tax credit for saving for retirement. I'm surprised. I would think their tax preparer would let them know about that. Who's doing their tax preparation? Am I missing something here? Number 19. Few women, 14%, frequently discuss saving, investing, and planning for retirement with family and close friends. Maybe this doesn't matter. It would depend on whether family and friends were savvy about financial planning. A lot of times it might be the blind leading the blind. But at the very least, they could talk to family and close friends to get a referral to a reputable financial advisor. I find it fascinating that people in the U.S. are so embarrassed to talk about money. Why is that? Fear of judgment? Shame? When you know the truth of who you are and your power, you won't worry about what others think. It's so liberating. Okay, that's all the disturbing news. Now for the solutions. The report contains 10 ways women can take control of their retirement. Number one, create a budget that includes income, living expenses, paying off debt, and financial goals such as building short-term savings and long-term retirement savings. Number two, save for retirement and get into the habit of saving on a regular, consistent basis. Save as much as you can, knowing that both small and large amounts add up and compound over time. Number three, If your employer offers a retirement plan, participate. Be sure to save enough to take full advantage of employer matching contributions, if available. Learn if you're eligible for the Savers Credit, an IRS tax credit for people saving for retirement. Consider making catch-up contributions if you're age 50 or older. Number four, develop a retirement strategy and write it down. Envision your future and use an online calculator to estimate your long-term savings needs. Then formulate a goal for how much you will need to save each year. Be sure to include employer-sponsored retirement plans and outside savings, and hold yourself accountable for saving. 
Did you notice they actually use the words create a vision for your future? Hmm, music to my ears. Number five. If faced with caregiving responsibility for a parent, spouse, or other loved one, carefully consider any changes to your work. To help mitigate the impact on your long-term financial security, explore options such as shifting to part-time work. Number six, maintain your ability to continue working as long as you desire. Keep your job skills up to date and learn new ones. Many employers, community colleges, and nonprofits offer classes in the latest technologies and careers. Networking groups offer opportunities to meet more people in particular professions. Number seven, become personally involved in your family finances, ranging from daily budgeting to long-term planning. Discuss retirement savings and planning with family and close friends. An open dialogue with family members about expectations of needing to provide or receive financial support should be part of every woman's retirement strategy. Number eight, get educated about retirement investing and strategies for drawing down savings in retirement. Learn about types of retirement accounts, asset allocation, dollar cost averaging, and the risks of early withdrawals. Become knowledgeable about spending your savings in retirement, including the best time to start receiving Social Security and possible ways to make your savings last throughout your retirement. Seek professional assistance if needed. I would say professional assistance would be needed. Number nine, have a backup plan in the event of unforeseen circumstances such as separation, divorce, loss of a partner, or being unable to work before your planned retirement. Consider emergency savings, insurance products such as disability insurance and life insurance, and possible ways to cut costs if needed, such as moving to a smaller home, finding a roommate, scaling back transportation costs, or starting a side gig. Number 10, safeguard your health to help make the most of your retirement. Make a habit of eating healthfully, exercising regularly, getting plenty of rest, and managing stress. Be sure to get routine physicals and recommended health screenings. Seek medical attention when needed. That's it. What do you think of this? Are you doing these things, or will you do these things? I hope this report has raised your awareness and given you some good strategies that you will implement. When I first read this report, I thought, wow, this is really bad. There must be a way to fix this. And I decided that maybe one way to help would be to share the report and to raise awareness and provide some strategies. So what do you think? How are you feeling right now? Are any of these strategies news to you? Perhaps you haven't considered taking care of your health as part of your retirement plan, but now you recognize its importance. And then there's the issue of actually making the changes. Change is challenging. The primitive part of our brains doesn't like changes. So it's important to have a compelling why. And even when you know the steps to take and have a compelling why, there's the issue of holding yourself accountable. You may need a coach, and financial advisors are not coaches. In many cases, the resistance is not about lack of knowledge, but about our paradigms that dissuade us, the beliefs we have that need to be changed in order to make better choices for ourselves. 
We may need to increase our sense of deserving, learn how to manage fear, overcome failure, and forgive and release our past. This is where the power of the Dream Builder system can help you. If you need to improve your retirement outlook and would love some help, book a complimentary discovery call with me. I'll help you come up with a clear vision and decide on the best next step you can take to move you forward. Thanks for listening. It's my joy and privilege to serve you, and I'm really looking forward to seeing your comments on this report so I can better understand the issues. And I'd love to know if you're going to do anything differently as a result of listening to this podcast. Join the discussion and let me know in the comments. It's episode 20 at dreambigandbloom.com. And if you have a burning question you'd like me to answer on a future podcast, let me know that in the comments too. Would you like to be a guest here on the podcast? Share a success story and inspire others? Just click the link in the show notes. Now, as you go, remember, you absolutely can have financial freedom after 60. You're capable of far more than you know. You were created to have a rich and fulfilling life, and it's your birthright. You don't have to settle. You're more powerful than any circumstance, situation, or condition, and you absolutely can have financial freedom after 60. And I'm here to help you. Until next week. Here's to living happy, rich, and free. Bye for now.